More on Lisa LaFlamme. Let's have a conversation with professor at Toronto Metropolitan University uh, and specializing in uh, women in journalism, Angela Misery. She told me to call her Angela right away, so I'm calling her Angela throughout as opposed to professor. I like that. Having a conversation, two people that have a fascination with journalism, the media, broadcasting. Here's that chat. A lot of reaction um, to what's happened with Lisa LaFlamme at CTV and new reaction in the last 24 hours or so. Uh, Brian Lilly's written about a lot of behind the scenes stuff. I think if you read the Toronto Star, Heather Malik's weighed in, Rosie DeMano's weighed in. I mean, honestly, three of the most prominent columnists of the Toronto Star have given an opinion on this. I mentioned it yesterday, and I think I would double down on, on my opinion because I often have to walk back. Um, what we describe as a bad take, but I don't think this is one of them. I haven't seen reaction like this. I haven't seen polarization like this about a media decision since Don Cherry. I haven't. And this feels a lot more uh, complicated than Don Cherry. Um, Don said something wrong. It was an excuse to stop paying him. It was an excuse to get him off the airwaves. That was what Sportsnet was gunning for. They decided to do that. They took that uh, opportunity and that was that. But that that had been, I'm telling you that that had been coming. Whether you love Don Cherry or not, I think you could definitely see the end in sight. And Don was hanging on. And it was a rather ignominious ending. Yes, yes. But you could argue that it was kind of self-created. Angela Misery is professional of, uh, professor of journalism at TMU. Her expertise is women in journalism. Angela, what have you seen the past 24 hours for reaction on this one? There's been a lot of bad reaction I've seen on Twitter and in social media, especially amongst my friends and outside, actually inside the industry and outside the industry very publicly. A lot of support for Lisa um, and some some hate coming out for her um, replacement, which is really unfortunate because when when you walk into a new job and you're a human of color, as I am, um, you really want to come in with as much of the weight and, and grandeur as you can because it's a big deal. And instead, he's being... Um, He's being painted with this, which is really it's really unfortunate um, for him and for her and I think for CTV. I I don't understand why as an industry we're so incredibly bad at communicating. <laughs> yeah, there is that. I thought about that with Omar, who's so well respected and uh and you know, I, I think was going to get a moment like this and, a, and an ascension like this, but you're right, the timing. I know he tweeted something about it and just that's that's the social media beast. Sometimes he got kind of jumped on and I didn't yeah. know whether is the network wanting him to be out there? Is it best to wait a day or two and not tweet right after the video? I don't know, but it's it's the genie's out of the bottle now, to your point, in a lot of ways with reaction to this. Yeah, a few of my friends were tweeting back at me or DMing me and being like, why would he say something like this on Twitter? And I said, stop and think. What is he supposed to say? Yeah. He's excited about a new job. He's giving credit to the humans who came before him, who were probably, I'm putting words in his mouth, but mentors or heroes mm -hmm. to him. Um, what is he supposed to say? What is he supposed to tweet? Like, what do you think in that moment as someone who's been wanting to achieve something and being given that? I don't know what I would say. I probably wouldn't tweet would be the difference, but maybe CTV was chasing him to to answer those questions. So I don't know what the right thing to do was, but it's a horrible position to be in. Because, you know, he didn't make this call. He didn't he make the call how this went out. Sure didn't. No. Um, and, and you'd let. Yeah. When you get your moment, you'd love to control some of the narrative and some of the timing of it. And and this this became a bit of a runaway train. 
really quickly. Angela Misery is our guest on Toronto Today. Uh, she's a university professor in journalism at Toronto Metropolitan University, among other things. Let me ask you about that is, is sort of the way people are able to control the narrative now. It used to be in television, radio, especially probably print to some extent. You know, you'd, you'd maybe you wouldn't get a final column. Maybe you wouldn't get a final sign off radio. I can tell you that they're they, they limit those considerably. I think it's happening more now just because of social media, of getting in front of a camera and getting your unfiltered, unvarnished, uh, uncensored message out. I think companies are well aware of that. Like like Bell Media had to know that someone of Lisa's you know recognition and stature was going to say something about not being there anymore. Yeah, and let's do a direct comparison to how they treated Lee, um, Lloyd Robertson's um, exit to hers. Let's, let's just do a direct comparison of those two. And he was given a slow walkout with all kinds of like fanfare and documentaries and stuff that came out. Same with Peter Mansbridge, if he's mm -hmm. even left, which I'm not entirely sure the man is like never leaving, actually. Um, but they're slowly, <laughs> they're slowly escorted and, and they're in conjunction, like they're they're forming the narrative, as you said, with the people who are working on the transition. And it sounds like and again, we're just working off a video that mm -hmm. Lisa posted and no information from CTV. It sounds like this came out of nowhere and you just have to ask yourself, why is this happening? Like what, why did they have to make this choice for a, a distinct cutoff with her that would rock the industry, would shake everyone who looks up to her as not only a woman, but a woman of an age in front of a camera um, who's broken barriers and who was an inspiration to us. Well, why would you do this to your audience, to the industry? Why? Like the question it remains in my head. I don't understand why we're doing this. You saying all that makes me think Bell Media has to know these big companies. I mean, I work for one, too. They have to understand optics. They have whole departments and 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 people that sit in boardrooms or sit on Zoom and they're like, hey, this is how it's going to be perceived. Are we OK with that? So to your point, they have to know how it's going to land. They have to know people are going to say exactly what you said. Does that make you think at all? It does me a little bit without knowing all the things we could know yet that this isn't about somebody that that aged out in the business, that this is almost I there was one line in, in the release from Bell Media where it talked about, you know, changing viewer habits. And I thought that doesn't need to be in there. That's that does not need to be an explanation, which made me think it's got some. It's got some personal conflict to it without understanding it. I hate speculation, but that made me think that that this is more more a personal thing that, than the other ex examples we talked about. Yeah, this is exactly what I, I think you're completely right. We don't want to speculate, but what have they left us with? They right. left us with no information and they're in communications. They literally know what it's like to chase a story. And what have they done? They've given us no information. They've blindsided the person they've done this to we're not going to get anything and i'm hope i i'm thinking they're, they're just hoping it's going to blow over but you know you see this coming i don't understand why this can't be a plan why lloyd robertson and peter mansbridge and rex murphy and all of those humans deserve to be slowly transitioned out of a role that they're comfortable in and that everyone loved them in mm -hmm. and she deserved to be treated this way if she hasn't done anything wrong which i'm assuming because nobody has said anything i'm assuming she didn't do anything wrong what is happening what is your rationale um for removing someone beloved off the air, someone who's won two years in a row, best anchor, and you're like, okay, what are we telling women? We're telling women that when you hit a certain age, no matter how good you are, what the top of your game is, where you're hitting your stride, at some point, somebody's gonna look at you and just pop you right out, not explain why, and that's just it. That's the end of your career at 53. Uh, Angela Mystery is our guest. Uh, she's a writer, of course, and a journalism professor at Toronto Metropolitan University. 
what do your students say um, about it? What What are the conversations you'd be having if you were in a classroom today of a, a story? It'd be discouraging, wouldn't it, to some extent? It's discouraging to see yourself on a screen. And um, they talk about that all the time. We talk about not having representation in front of a screen or behind like a microphone as you are. And that's discouraging for women of color. That's discouraging for indigenous humans. It's discouraging for trans humans, LGBTQ. So anytime you take that diversity off the air, especially someone who is in a position that you aspire to, maybe there's four or five of these national network positions that you aspire to, it's detrimental as a community student. I'm going to talk about it out loud because I talk about it out loud anyway. I talk about who do you follow um, in, in media? Who is your, your favorite reporters? Who are your favorite whatever? This is going to be one of the things I talk about that we have to change this. We are the newsrooms of the future. Well, they are. They are the newsrooms mm -hmm. of the future and they need to start considering who they aspire to be and who we want to create these positions for. Because if you don't see yourself there or if you see someone you thought you were aspiring to be knocked out of place, for seemingly no reason, it is discouraging. We need to talk about it out loud, and CTV should have to answer the questions. I'm glad you say that because I didn't have to worry about that growing up. I was a big sports fan, music fan, politics fan, so I saw people that looked like me and sounded like me. But I, I, I'll say this, now in 2022, it's it's incumbent upon me to prove that I belong. Like Everybody plays a little bit of a part here. You, you have to show that you are somewhere, not because of what you look like, what you sound like, who, you know, you, you know, you got to do the lifting behind the scenes, be a good teammate, all that stuff. Like it, it all ends up mattering because everybody's being watched the same way these days. What you said about Omar, Omar is completely true. He might be the exactly right person to take over for this position. He might be fully qualified and amazing and awesome. And what have we done to set him up in this mm -hmm. position? We have wrapped him in controversy and, and horrible social media stuff. So I wish him all the power in the world. I hope he makes something of this. And I hope Lisa like goes flying out of this like a phoenix and just does an incredible next chapter of her life because she's 53. She has a lot left to offer. Um, I think the way this was done was was horrible. And we've seen it too many times. As you said, we've been in this industry so long. We keep seeing bad communication, bad handling of things that could be handled with grace and gentleness and instead are handled so much like a business. It feels like this is like a manual life decision. What, this is an audience who loves someone. This is someone who is beloved to the community. What in God's name are you thinking? Take some time, handle it with grace. I don't understand it. I continue to not understand it and be sad. <laughs> mm. Well, we may learn more about it as it goes along, but it's a fascinating conversation and I so enjoy you uh, sharing your perspective and, and what you'll share with your students as well, Angela. I think that's important uh, come this fall and I know you'll do so. Thanks for making the time for our audience. Anytime, sir.